Footprints in the Sand One night, a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other belonging to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, there was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times of his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you would walk with me all the way. But I have noticed that during the most troublesome times of my life, there is only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would leave me. Then the Lord replied, My son, my precious child, I love you and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Scripture Time to Feed Your Soul. As I listen to the poem entitled Footprints in the Sand, I am reminded of how much of a part God plays in my story. That is, the story that I will begin to share today. If I did not know God personally, meaning If I did not have a personal relationship with God, I would not have known about his presence throughout my story. In fact, in scripture, God tells us that he will be with us throughout our lifetime. He says, even until your hair is white with age, he will be with you. God says, I made you and I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. That's in the book of Isaiah, chapter 46. Now, having said that, let me begin my story. First of all, I am from the generation of baby boomers. So I have been alive for several decades. I have seen a lot of changes over a span of time since I've lived here in this world. Some changes have been for the good and many changes not so good. But God is still good and faithful, even when we're not, simply because he doesn't change. I was born in a decade when the freedom to pray was taken out of schools. There was a fight for the civil rights of African Americans. President John F. Kennedy was assassinated 
and his brother Bobby Kennedy was also assassinated as a presidential candidate several years later. And during that same decade, Martin Luther King Jr., a pastor and prominent civil rights leader, was also assassinated. I was a young child then in my elementary years. But going back to my early childhood years, my parents lived in a single-family home in the inner city, or the ghetto is what they called it in those days. They were a young couple with two children. My sister was born, and then some years later, I came along. When I was older, I remember how the labels for black people kept changing. My birth certificate stated that I was a Negro. Then later, I think I became a colored. Then I was Afro-American. Then I was black. And then I became African-American. And who knows, I think I'm black again. But it seems that when society changed, the labels changed as well. I am so thankful that God is unchanging. I suspect that by the time I was born, my parents' marriage was already headed downhill. As a toddler, I recall hearing a lot of arguing. I also witnessed some physical violence between the two of them. Of course, my mother was always the casualty in every battle with my father. I would often cry when they would raise their voices at each other in anticipation of what was coming next. This went on for some time until finally they split. They didn't actually divorce right away, but they separated from each other. I was around three years old then. Sometime later, when my mother reflected on her life, she shared with me that she should have prayed to God for guidance as to the right person to marry. And I doubt that God would have put my parents together had he had any say in the matter. Reflecting back, my mother had also shared with me that she needed to leave the marriage because she did not want us, her children, to be damaged by the constant violence. So I am really thankful to God, who is full of grace and truth. In 1 John 3.20, it tells us that God is greater than our heart, and he knows all things. So I believe God imparted his divine wisdom in my mom to get away from a toxic and violent situation. And with that, he gave her the courage to follow through on that decision. So here she was, a young adult female with two children and no job and now no husband. That's it for today, but join me in the next episode, which will be a continuation of my story.
Part 2. Here's some soul food for thought. God loves you with an everlasting love, and he wants you to know and love him. Talk to you soon, my friends. <laughs>